Welcome to the Ask Brian Podcast Radio Show, where you'll hear from some of the most successful founders and CEOs of businesses and startups, sharing their best advice for success, and even some stories on how their mistakes actually make them even more successful. Now, here are your hosts, Brian and Tracy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Ask Brian Radio Show on KHS Cold Corny. And 98.1 FM. Everybody knows you spell blind with an E. A S K B R I E N. Now, for those of you who have listened to our show before, you're probably saying, I don't know, again with the E's. But for the other people who have never listened to the show, they don't know. So we have to help them out because we like to educate them. Anyway, we have a very, very esteemed member of our cast. He's from Ireland. His name is Patrick. Patrick, are you there? I am there, but I'm not from Ireland. I am Irish, though, but I'm not from Ireland. Well, your family's from Ireland. Well, maybe, like, ancestors from, like, maybe, you know, a couple generations ago, maybe, but I'm born and raised in Southern maybe California. Maybe Same with my mom and dad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We should be going into that. But hi, everybody. I know history. Yes, that is very much a problem. But I am here, everybody. Hi. Woohoo! Every week we're on the show, and every week people say, "Why is your show called Ask Brian?" My name is Peter. Why are you spelling Brian with an E? You know, when I went to school, I had three friends: B R Y N, B R I N. Nobody I knew. Was Brian, except for, excuse me, but we know Patrick, the Irish pub O'Brien, <laughs> uh, where you can get, I guess, O'Brien's liquor or whatever they had. Anyway, enough for the Irish jokes. Question is, <laughs> thank why, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming after Tracy and her ancestry very shortly. Oh boy. So, well, that's not uh, with anything to get us <laughs> off the pub and the fish and chips <laughs> and the. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Patrick, why do we spell Brian with an E, and why is the show called S. Brian? Well, the E has to do with a number of words that make up kind of the theme of the S. Brian show. There's a number of them, too. And well, let's start with one. Yeah. <laughs> well, with this one, it happens to be one of our most important ones. It's education, because we like to educate our audience on the S. Brian show. Like the potato famine, where many, many Irish immigrants came from. Oh, my I believe everybody's already pretty educated on that one. That's a long time in history. One of the reasons we might have an E. Okay, so we're educating. What else? We have experts because everybody that appears on the Ask Brian show is an expert in their field. And here's your math time now. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Are you going to give me the math? No. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. It is 10,000 hours, and that's 40 hours a week, 52 weeks in a year, two weeks off for vacation, 50 weeks times 40 hours is 2,000 hours. takes five years to be experienced. Wonderful. I may or may not have read that off of something. (laughs) If you couldn't tell by the robotic sounding voice, I may or may not have been reading that off of Emily's phone. I may or may not be shot. It took you so long just to read it. No, he waited until I wasn't there, knowing that I'm not present on the show and calling in. He figured that's my chance. Fair enough. No one knows. Like I said, it may or may not have been. So there is some doubt. There should be no doubt because yeah. everybody on the show is positive and class is only half full on our show. Fair enough, fair enough. 
because he got the fat right. That's why we have the U.S. I think so. I think so. All right. What are the reasons we have an E? All I have is yep. experts in education. It's got to be more. Empathy, because, well, like you were talking about with... Because uh, he has none. Because, well, you have none, yeah. Who? You! Did you say Emily or empathy? Empathy is something you don't have. <laughs> Emily is something we do have. <laughs> we do have an Emily. You don't have any empathy. And she that happens be to be an engineer, so that's another one. We got a double E, engineer Emily. And then we that's have... Cool. There's another double E for, that we have. What's that one for? I don't know. I'm lost in this transition now. Excuse me, I'll give you the first word, excitement. Oh, I was going to do that next. I didn't know you were referring to that. You bring the excitement and the enthusiasm, right? Enthusiasm! There it is. And then there is my personal favorite coming up. And Tracy, you do the honors for this. I'm going to do the honors, but I have to say, I'm still feeling a little great stricken over this. I'm going to go with a little less enthusiasm, but in the honor of our dearly departed Olivia Newton-John, we are truly electrifying. Grease lightning. Woohoo! Okay. All right. What else? Experience? <laughs> well, there's one more that he hasn't done. Is it experience? That's correct. Hey, yo. Ding, ding. Where's the ding, ding, ding bell? <laughs> ding, ding, Hold on. Emily's looking. <laughs> nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> she tried clicking one. It didn't work. <laughs> what? <laughs> make the worst one. Why are we getting the old man laughs? Oh, my. No. <laughs> Oh, see what happens when you're gone, Peter. <laughs> yeah, everything comes close to that word warms with fell. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, I can't use all those words, otherwise Terry's going to come and hit me over the head. Yeah. With a nerf and the something. So I think we got them all, and I are pretty close. And I know our, we have two wonderful guests today, so we got two people to have a conversation with. And I'm really glad to have you on our show, Patrick. We'll work on some getting more ease for you, because... You just don't have enough E's yet, but we'll work on it. There's probably about 25 E's we can get to. And oh, yeah. anyway, we're going to go live to bring in our guests. And it's a very interesting subject that we had. We've had a couple of shows where we've talked about areas of science and medicine and homeopathic concepts. And I think this comes somewhere in that range. So I think everyone's going to enjoy it. We have two guests. First of all, let's start with Dr. Adelaide. Are you there? Hello, Peter. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Gracie. Hello, we're glad It sounds like the Walkins. Good night, Jim Bob. Now, that would be if he was saying good night. <laughs> good night, Cowboy. <laughs> so, all seriousness, so this is a very important subject. So, Dr. Anwar, can you please explain to us the yoga and Arvita part of your project and what your company is all about and what you're trying to do? I know you've been doing this for like over 24 years, so I know you've got a lot of experience. You definitely wouldn't become an expert on that, Brian, if you ever decide to log in and become an expert. But people don't know what it's all about. So if you could try to explain to them the company and what it does and how it helps people. Well, before that, Peter, I just want to say that what you guys are doing is not something that I want to put inside. Because laughter is the best medicine. The more we laugh, the more we smile, keeps all the stress <laughs> away. So let's give a little bit of my background. So my background is in modern medicine. I studied medicine back in India. From there, I started exploring into traditional medicine and ethnic medicine so that's how I basically was exploring into like some things like yoga and Ayurveda are like behavioral sciences. So their approach to us is very much how we approach fitness. You know, we are daily tracking how much calories going in, how much exercise are we doing, how much activity we are bringing in, how much water intake is going in. So this way of thinking about our own health is what Ayurveda and yoga is all about. 
and I am Vice President of Shantigram Group and the Director at Shantigram Foundation. So we basically are an entity which explores the scientific basis for Ayurvedic medicine and yoga. And we are trying to create a better understanding among healthcare providers and consumers all over the world. That's a pretty big audience you got there. Now, you've been doing it for how many years? 20, 24 years? So this company started back in 1998 by Dr. Gopinathan Nair and Ambika Nair and back in India. And then we expanded in 2008 to United States and then 2016 to Canada. I have been doing this since 2015. And yeah, that's my thing. And are the founders still involved in the company? Yes, we are very much uh, involved in the company, but we have different divisions now. We are like the first Ayurvedic company, which is now building artificial intelligence models. And that's what we want to speak today about, like how do we modernize Ayurveda and uh, yoga? So how do we create a system? What does modernization mean? And how already yoga has become very much part of the mainstream. But that didn't happen because the practitioners wanted yoga. It totally happened because of the public demand. And keeping that in mind is how now since the pandemic, how back to we are looking for more natural ways of improving our health, improving our health outcomes, manage existing, pre-existing conditions better. So that is what we are trying to showcase, like how Ayurveda can help in providing basically a health promotion that you are able to do things the way you're doing much better. For example, if you're an athlete, you're a better athlete. If you are a remote worker, you're working at home, how to get your focus better. So uh, Ayurveda comes into that. Then we are going to talk about prevention. Here, what I just want to differentiate is how modern medicine approaches prevention is what we call secondary prevention. So it is basically what we do as disease screening. And I'm screening for things and all that part. What Ayurveda is talking about is primary prevention. So what do you do in daily life to make sure you have a better immunity and a better ability and a better threshold to handle things? And the last thing is the Ayurveda is the original personalization medicine. It is the longest living system of medicine or trades back all back, back to, you know, 3000 BC, you know, with the documents ranging all back to 2400 BC. So when you look into that, it is the most ancient codified system of medical knowledge. And, you know, many, many people are familiar with yoga. Not many people, though, have a familiarity with Ayurveda. So can you go a little bit back, try to explain that to people? Because not everyone understands what that is. Tracy was asking me, what is that? Right, Tracy? So Dr. Tracy will be a way better person to explain this. But before I pass to her, I just want to say that people are already using Ayurveda. It's just that we don't realize it. So if you are using turmeric or curcumin, you are using Ayurveda. If you are talking about ashwagandha and methanoids, you are already taking Ayurveda. If you are talking about neem, even which you are using in garden supplies and everything, you are talking about Ayurveda. To the point, even the plant, medical marijuana, cannabis indica, the very word indica comes from India. So the whole thing is these have originated very much studied all the way 4,000 years back, codified into multiple treaties, and that is what the whole point of Ayurveda is. Uh, Dr. Tripti, could you explain a little better on this? Yes, sure. So when we want to talk about Ayurveda, Ayurveda is a Sanskrit word. There are two words, Ayur and Veda. Combiningly, we are saying Ayurveda. So Ayur means life and Veda is Science. So if we want to understand what is Ayurveda, Ayurveda is about science of life, science of longevity. So when we say science of life, it's not just about 
taking any herb or taking any medicine. It's a complete holistic science where this is teaching us to adapt certain lifestyle to become better version of ourselves. So if we consider what is health, what WHO says about health. So health is complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely an absence of disease. So having absence of disease, that doesn't mean we are healthy. So we need to be healthy physically, mentally and socially. Ayurveda tells us and helps us about the same thing. We have whole body and whole mind approach. Because if body is affected, definitely that will show some effects on our mind. If mind is affected, our body will be affected. So this is a cycle. So Ayurveda helps us to be a better version of ourselves by adopting certain lifestyle. But it sounds to me like it's just like, it sounds to me like a theory. Definitely. Yes. Everything at the end of the day is a theory and we at the foundation are trying to see whether we can validate this theory both socially and scientifically. And how does yoga fit in with that? So yoga and Ayurveda, they both originated from the same principle, the same philosophy school, which is called as Samkhya. And they both follow the same principles in how what to eat, how to approach things. Only thing is, what you can say is yoga is which I kind of feel like it has been reduced into either a stretching exercise or, you know, people just imagine that if I do yoga, some sort of, you know, superhuman powers will come into play. But yoga is all about taking the time out with the person you really cannot spend the time with and that is ourself. And that is why we are always distracting ourselves with everything, whether it's social media, mobile phones, anything, other activities or what, you know, whatever we want to do, except just sit. Uh, take into the mind, Peter, that we are the only species that has to be taught how to breathe properly. And yes, so thinking that in my... Properly. That's an interesting concept. Because I think most people take it for granted, right? I mean, I'm breathing yes, now, totally. like thinking, oh, I have to take, you know, make my lungs get compressed and go through that process. It's in my subconscious. And how to breathe properly has become so centered. So concepts from yoga, from Tibetan meditations are what has become. So if you would have heard about the box breathing done by Navy SEALs or the 468 breathing promoted by Dr. Vale or the Wim Hof breathing techniques, these are all demonstrated ways in how simple breathing techniques have improved health outcomes within a matter of weeks. People who are always feeling, you know, extremely fatigued, they sleep, but they still they feel they don't have energy, you know, just these basic things, better sleep, better digestion, better metabolism, all these things just by how to breathe. And the second thing which I say is then how do you consume water? If we have to understand that refrigeration is a very, very recent thing. We did not have cold water till back, like, each, I mean, this way is available now. So cold water has been shown to, you know, everyday drinking of that can lead to issues. Okay, and people who consume either normal water or lukewarm water, they tend to have, you know, preventing themselves from getting most of like sinusitis or, you know, other type of, of flu or cold, anything of that, just simple things. It just helps them prevent these kind of eventuality. So these are just basic things that has, and Ayurveda has codified such behavior which it again, based upon how you are, your body type, your psychological type, Ayurvedic consultants are able to evaluate that and they are able to prescribe a certain lifestyle, what is the good food to eat and then keeping like what exercises and also your occupation in consideration. If you are someone who said at a desk job, your requirements, candidate requirements are very different for someone who has to work outside. So this entire approach that we have current in modern medicine where we are trying to go into one size fit all is something that we are trying to challenge. Tracy said, I've been hogging the time. She wants to ask questions. I'm not letting her do that. 
So, Tracy, go ahead. I want to empathize with you. Well, thank you for that. But I am very, very much fascinated by this whole subject of Ayurveda. And I understand that there is a significant connection between these practices and mental health. Can you speak to this? Yes, Tracy, definitely. So when we talk about Ayurvedic practices or adapting Ayurvedic lifestyle in our life, how this will help us to be physically healthy as well as mentally healthy. So when we talk about mental health, what bothers us? A lot of people around us, they are suffering from whether insomnia, sleep quality is less, or they are very stressful. Today, in today's world, our lifestyle is very stressful. We are exposed to a lot of electronic gadgets, digital devices, right? And these words like anxiety, depression, insomnia, they become so common that even kids are talking about it. Again, people have loneliness, maybe they are away from their friends and family. So how Ayurveda helps us to maintain or to manage or to become in our wellness journey. So Ayurveda tells us a lifestyle which will help us to deal with all these things. So Ayurveda is all about having that introspection, teaching us self-awareness. So it tells us about everything. What time should we get up? What time should we eat? How do we maintain our hygiene? How do we help us to get the better sleep? Sleep quality is very important as everybody knows the rejuvenation, repair happens during the sleep. So if we are adapting this lifestyle, we are talking about everything, about diet, timings, setting up our biological clock, which will definitely help us to become mentally healthy or having better version of ourselves or having a better performance in our day-to-day life. Because end of the day, we cannot stop or we cannot run away from the stress we have in our life, whether it is commute or related to our work or related to our family, studies, whatever. So we cannot run away or we cannot stop it. So better we make ourselves stronger physically and mentally so we can deal with everything in a positive way. Ayurveda helps us to understand our strengths and weaknesses. That's why we always say one thing cannot fit everybody. So it's more customized. It more depends on my routine, my diet, my body types. So it's for everybody. So when we are talking with Ayurvedic practitioners, so definitely first thing we take in consideration is your life, not any theory or not any medicine. So we consider your life, your routine, your likings, your dislikings, what you want to achieve in your life. What is your wellness goal? So that's what we consider. And I think that definitely helps us to become physically and mentally and socially healthy. You know, you have your just regular, as a human, you have your regular everyday life and that involves your career, your family, your personal goals and things that you're facing and struggling with. And obviously all that impacts our mental health. But I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to live in an escalated amount of stress as a result of taking on ownership of a business and being responsible for things like payroll and cash flow and inventory and things like that. If someone's very new to this, what is one thing that they can do in terms of the Ayurvedic practices to start helping them cope with that escalated level of stress? Basically, what I would like to say, the problems can, you know, be broadly defined into two types for anyone, for a high-functioning individual. You know, the problem of tension and problem of attention. You know, so keeping these two things in mind, the whole thing is that there is a world where they're trying to be overachievers. They're trying to be at all so many places at the same time. 
and this leads to not just mental stress but mental stress converts into psychosomatic pain so you will they will have unexplained back pain neck pain and you know the whole works coming out on that part so how ayurveda approaches is by basically asking three questions and if you can set your wellness status to it you know you can talk about how you can take that to create an environment for improvement the first question is are you waking up with enthusiasm okay number 2 is are you going to sleep naturally and number 3 is are you able to remove the toxic waste out of your body optimally okay with these three things you are able to answer yes to no to depends upon creation of what is your wellness status and how ayurveda comes into place ayurveda allows me to introspect and define what is my working style what is my biorhythm what is my demeanor what is my speaking style it really makes me think in these terms okay and i am able to plan better because the whole point of ayurvedic principle is planning your day to day routine and planning your seasonal routine okay so when you are at that level of you know actively planning your day especially planning your mornings and everything you have a higher energy threshold you sleep better and you have a better memory function so this is what i personally feel like i use for the principles of ayurveda so how it has helped me with lot of stuff that i have been working upon the stress and apart from that you know the whole covid was also a reality that we had to face and keeping all that in mind ayurveda and yoga has been extremely beneficial to me personally in dealing with my daily stresses Yeah, I think to this we are bringing one wellness program, which we call it as professional excellence with Ayurveda. So basically, it is no matter what is your field, where you are, Ayurveda can help you to improve and help you to achieve your goals. Yeah, so we have some a program called as professional excellence by Ayurveda. So our idea is how do we help you become better, improve in your professional life. So our approach. as i mentioned it's to make you feel like more enthusiastic to whatever you are doing so it's all about how ayurveda can help you to that optimum mental state so how do you know that you've optimized your mental state how do you know simple so all these things that we are talking about when we are talking about stress we are talking about insomnia or we are talking about pain these are extremely subjective things only the patient can tell you whether they are feeling better or not So, if you have hundred people who went through this program and they are saying they have benefit, that's how we know. And so, we are depending more on social proof. And now we are trying to create the scientific validity by creating models which can measure these. So that's what I mentioned, like exactly how we do with fitness. I can only track fitness by seeing that this person was going for a weight loss three months back. This was a weight baseline conditions were these. Three months later, what is the change? That is the only way. You know, you cannot manage what you cannot measure. So that's what we are trying to know. Answer for Ayurveda and yoga. And so you created your own system to measure things. Is that correct? Yes. So that is what the whole point of modernization is coming in, where we are taking aspects from biostatistics to create our own mathematical and analytical tools to measure Ayurveda-based patient improvement in their outcomes. and we are using health informatic system so example of that is what we use when you go to an hospital and electronic medical record system and all using an emr type system and all allows us to first of all capture all this data and then consolidate for further analysis and the third aspect is once all this data is captured we are bringing in artificial intelligence which is helping us with non linear way to analyze this thing to find patterns 
So whatever Ayurveda prescribes, you know, whatever the assumptions are of Ayurveda, are they true or not, can only come once we have this data coming up. So right now, this is extremely testimonial. This is extremely based on someone's personal interpretation of how they became better. Okay, now how do we codify all these experiences? And this, what we are doing has already been done for chiropractors, as I was mentioning before. And the thing is, nobody has bothered to do this for yoga and Ayurveda in the way we are trying to achieve right now. Oh, that's amazing. Tracy, you had some more questions. People trying to figure out, okay, I'm listening to this person. I'm trying to find out more information. I don't know how to do this or what I can do. So go ahead, Trace. Yeah, so this is remarkable information and really, really good things to learn more about. How can people be become involved in your programs, work with you, purchase your products? So, Tracy, you can reach us out to newageofvenues.com to understand our concept. And our website of shantigram.us, that is S-A-N-T-H-I-G-R-A-M dot U-S. This is for Ayurveda wellness therapies. And then we have shantigram.shop for our products, dietary herbal supplements and topical oils. So all our products are made in FDA and GMP compliant and certified centers. They are tested for heavy metals and they are tested for carcinogens and pesticide ash. They are one of the cleanest products out there of Ayurveda kind. And if you want more information and be able to connect with these links directly, the best way to do that, if you're listening right now, you might be stuck in traffic or not be able to write this down. That's no problem. We want you to actually head on over to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and Follow the Ask Brian podcast, and that way you'll be able to download, listen to this episode of all the links that were shared are going to be in the show notes for the podcast. All the bio and information for our guests will be there, and you can connect with them from there. So make sure that you go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and follow the Ask Brian, B-R-I-E-N, Ask Brian podcast and connect them there. And doctor, is it only available online or is there any other method to get into the program? If someone can come physically to our centers, which we have in New Jersey, Texas, and also we have in Canada, but I don't think we'll go to Canada. But definitely, we are centers in East Coast. If anybody can make it to there, you can definitely avail our services. Where in New Jersey? What city? We have centers in Edison, New Jersey, and in North Brunswick, and also in Oak Street. And where in Texas? We have center in Dallas. And you have one center in Dallas, is that correct? You have multiple in Texas. No, we have one center now in Dallas. We are in the process of opening more. What would be the advantage of going to an actual center versus what are the advantages? that if you can go to the setting as opposed to just going online it's all about what is your necessity the online services only provide you with just dietary and lifestyle based consultation and you can avail the same products but going to physically to our center you can get exposed to our fivefold detox therapies which are one of a kind and something that you should definitely try that sounds awesome thank you very much we really appreciate it people didn't hit the whole episode they can always go to spotify or apple or any place you watch your podcast thank you very much doctors and thank you tracy and thank you everyone you're listening to the ask brian radio show on khs control 20 and 98.1 fm Over and out. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Brian radio show. You can listen to us every Thursday on KTHS AM 1220 and FM 98.1 or via Facebook Live or anytime wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit askbrian.com to join the conversation and ask us your business questions and we'll answer them on our next episode. That's askbrien.com. Um...